Good news from Saturday's game, the Seattle Kraken scored on the power play. The bad news is they didn't score until the third period and Rem Pitlick and Rem Pitlick and Rem Pitlick had already gotten a hat trick. We're going to talk about all that and more on this episode of Locked on Kraken. On Kraken, your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, Seattle Kraken hockey fans, welcome to another episode of Locked On Kraken. We want to thank you for always tuning in to Locked On Kraken. This episode's coming to you a little bit later in the day. But we're still going to be here on a Monday to talk about the Seattle Kraken. The last game that we had was against the Minnesota Wild. And unfortunately, the Seattle Kraken dropped that game 4-2. to I mentioned Rem Pitlick. He got all three of his goals on the season against the Seattle Kraken. Scored one in the first period, two in the second period. And then Nico Sturm got the third goal of or excuse me, the fourth goal for the Minnesota Wild. It was Marcus Johansson, we'll hear from him in just a moment, that was able to get the power play goal. And Alex Wenberg uh, got a goal that was assisted by Schwartz and Johansson. So two points for Johansson in this game. It's more of the usual suspects for the Seattle Kraken. And... In this game, the all three of the goals from Ren Pitlick were him taking absolute advantage with speed. And there were good defensive plays for the Minnesota Wilds. They were able to turn the Seattle Kraken over. And the first goal, great outlet pass to Rem, or excuse me, up uh, to, it was to Hartman who then was able to win the battle against Susie in the corner and nobody got back on Pitlick. Pitlick able to use his speed and basically had Grubauer exposed. And more or less the same for the other two goals. In all three of the goals, you see a good defensive play from the Minnesota Wilds. The last two in particular were pretty gnarly turnovers in the neutral zone. Maybe the maybe one of them just inside the offensive zone, but turnovers nonetheless. The Minnesota Wilds able to poke the puck away and find Rem on a breakout. And it, it was basically a breakout opportunity, a one-on-one for the most part against Rem and Philip Grubauer. And he had Gruby's number 100%. So it was zeros, goose eggs for the Seattle Kraken in the first and second period. They didn't even score until the third but they were already down three, nothing. They, um, and then they give up, they concede a goal. So there you go. Four to two is a loss. Um, as promised, we're going to hear from Johansson. So let me play what Marcus Johansson had to say after the game. It's hard to say. I mean, it's, it's frustrating. I mean, everyone, you know, the confidence is not there and and everyone's kind of grabbing their sticks a little harder and, uh, 
we're working really hard. I mean, everyone's working as hard as they can every game. It feels like we're working too hard, and, and uh, so it's it's just it's tough. It's frustrating, but we're I feel like like I said, we've been playing some good hockey. We just got to find ways to to win, and uh, you know, pucks aren't going in for us, but they're going in the other way, and you know, it's bouncing in, and that's hockey sometimes, and. Uh, we just gotta stick with it. I think if we, like I said, if we can turn this thing around and get a couple of wins and get some confidence in, the, in this group and, and while playing good hockey, I think it's gonna look real good. But we have to get there. I mean, we we have to win games the right way. We can't get away from how we want to play or anything like that. And it's not gonna be, you know, one or two guys turning this thing around. We have to do it as a team and. and uh, that comes from, from working hard and, and playing the right way and, and sticking with it. And, uh, that's how we're going to turn this thing around. I mean, it's more or less the same, what we're hearing from all the guys. We're gripping our sticks too hard. It's going to take some time. You know, we've got to take more responsibility, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And for the most part, those are all the right things to say. It's just that we've been hearing the same old, same for quite some time. I didn't even bother pulling up what Dave Haxtell said. It's more or less the same. The only things I will say that Dave added is uh, the Seattle Kraken practiced on Sunday. They have or had today off Monday, did not practice. They will be back at practice for tomorrow at the Kraken Community Iceplex before the Chicago game, um, which will be on Wednesday. So they'll have morning skate on Wednesday. But um, Yanni Gord did not participate in the practice on Sunday. He said it was more of a maintenance day. Um, Dave Haxel said something akin to, I mean, everything that he's been through. He obviously had off-season surgery, took a weird bounce on a block, perhaps. Was able to come back, but uh, did, you know, the, for the next game, I should say. But left a game early after making a block in front of net. So a maintenance day for Yanni Gord. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I'll also give you some of the um, transactions that happened for the Seattle Kraken. And we'll also talk about uh, needs of the team. We'll hear from Ron Francis. Jeff Baker of the Seattle Times interviewed Ron Francis, so I have a few quotes from that. And then we'll get you ready for the week. As I mentioned, Chicago is rolling into town now. As I mentioned last week, the Seattle Kraken got to get a win, right? Got to get a win in this homestand. I even was questioning, is home advantage slipping? And the answer is yes. The Seattle Kraken are uh, below 500 as of right now at home. That's not great. <laughs> and, you know, they are uh, they're struggling to keep it together right now. So the Seattle Kraken really have to work some magic. But they have Chicago and Colorado and then Washington and Carolina. Their best bet, statistically speaking, is Wednesday's win or Wednesday's game, which they hope to be a win against Chicago. Needless to say, there's a lot happening with that organization off of the ice, but they got to get a win. Being under 500 at home, I mean, just being under 500, period, is not great. The Seattle Kraken now in the standings, I mean, it's more or less the same as we've seen. They are 4, 10, and 1, still have yet to reach 
10 wins, double digit wins at 300 save percentage, negative 13 goal differential, yikes. And the home record is officially 3-4-0. Away record is even worse, 1-6-1. They're on a four-game losing streak, are the Seattle Kraken. So if they're going to unleash the Kraken, they got to get it going, and they got to get it going soon. So we'll talk about all of that and more coming up on this show. But right now, let me tell you about... uh, one way that you can get your TV together. And of course, that is through Direct TV Stream. It brings all your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so that you can watch uh, all your favorite shows in one place. No more juggling remotes. No need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. As always, I want to thank you for listening to Locked on Kraken and for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. We hope that you are having as much fun listening as I am putting this show together. We have some loyal listeners, some fabulous fans that follow not only the show, but me on social media. And I'm so thankful. I cannot wait for what we have coming, especially given the Olympics. For those who do not know, women's, uh, the women's qualifiers wrapped up this past weekend. So we've got the field of 10. That's actually an increase for women's hockey from eight. So stay tuned if you follow me personally on social media, because I'll have some takeaways that we learned from that. But in other news for the Seattle Kraken, Colin Blackwell returned. We hadn't seen him at the, um, we hadn't seen him at training camp or preseason. He slowly started making his way back, integrating into the team, but that meant Riley Shahan was placed on waivers. He cleared waivers, which means now that he will report to the Charlotte Checkers. And we'll hear more about the Charlotte Checkers Later in the week, I'll tell you about that coming up in the next block. But so Shahan to the Charlotte Checkers, Colin Blackwell talked in, at the intermission um, about that. You know, he, he's a great guy to interview. He's a lot of fun. Um, and it was saying that he's still working on the conditioning, but he had a really good scoring chance on opportunity for the Seattle Kraken early on didn't come to fruition. There were actually a lot of really wild plays that somehow didn't lead to a Seattle cracking goal. And that came against the Minnesota wilds. Um, but so that's some of the mix up there. We also heard Dave Haxtell talk to the beat reporters that were there in Seattle after Sunday's practice. He is playing with the lineup a little bit. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens there. But, um, Blackwell was on the line with Tanev and Geeky. So that's where we're going with that. But it looks like the D pairs are being shaken up again. Axel was non-committal as to whether that was something that we would see in the games moving forward. Was it something he was just trying for practice? So we'll have to wait and see. Again, the Seattle Kraken did not practice today, Monday, but they will practice tomorrow. Um, needs of the team. 
And this is where I want to get into uh, what Ron Francis talked to Jeff Baker about. Um, so here's one of the quotes. I'm going to pull this quote up for you from Ron Francis. And um, you see Ronnie saying here that it's not like we're not in hockey games. I think we're in hockey games every night. We found a way in some of these kind of, in my opinion, to beat ourselves at the wrong time versus find a way to win. So hopefully we get that turned around quickly and start going in the other direction. So Ron Francis following suit with what a lot of his players are saying. As a matter of fact, the article, which I will link for you by Jeff Baker, the first quote is Ron Francis saying that the Seattle Kraken have found a way to lose. That's the heading. GM Ron Francis says Kraken have found a way to lose too often in disappointing start to the season. Also goes on to say that he felt that goaltending and defense would give us a chance in each game and felt that that wasn't the case for a handful of reasons. I've talked about defense a lot, including in the recap about the Minnesota Wild. The defense, not great. The goaltending has been shaky at times. And Ron, Ronnie Francis talks about that. You know, we've... Um, he says that, you know, there's been games where if you talk to the goaltenders, they probably want one or two back. Then there's games where if you talk to the defenders, they probably want one or two back. So it's just a handful of things that's happening. It's really interesting to read this piece by Jeff Baker because he also kind of gets into some of the statistics. Um, statistically speaking, the Seattle Kraken actually don't have a bad defensive core. It's just when they give up a goal, it's really bad. And I'm like... I don't even know what that means, to be honest, because, it, okay, so under normal circumstances, it's a good defensive team until it's not. Well, I mean, what? I don't know. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, let me see if I can find it, actually, because it, it was just like a really weird, or maybe it's very possible that I misunderstood. I, anyway, I'll look for it, but... The Seattle Kraken, apparently, ranking-wise and analytics. Um, oh, here it goes. Here's what it is. Advanced statistics show the Kraken defenders actually giving up fewer, quote, high-danger scoring chances than most teams, but are getting burned big on those becoming goals. I don't know. It's worse, to be honest. Giving up more high-danger chances but at least staying in the game or the fact that you don't give up a lot of high danger chances and you're still losing games. You're still giving up three, four, five goals per game. The goals against average is officially 3.66. So three to four goals. Um, I don't know. It's, it's really, it's really, it's really rough. Um, or the goals against average, I should say, for the um, two goaltenders. And they have a save percentage, a combined save percentage of 0 0.5, 0 0.859. Team, uh, that's the, a league worst, 0.859 save percentage combined for Grubauer and Drieger. Um, yeah. Natural Stat Trick Analytics website 
had the Kraken allowing the fourth fewest high danger chances, but posting the worst save percentage and second most goals allowed on those opportunities. Okay, great. So you don't give up high danger chances. Then why the heck are they still scoring? To me, that's even worse. I don't know. I'm very particular about defense. Uh, I, I'm just not here for it. I'm not here for the silver linings and whatnot when it comes to the Seattle Kraken in defense. Like I just, I can't take it because my eye test tells me that the defense, the defense is not great. It's not great. It's, um, at minimum absent-minded. It's like mental errors, not being in the right place. Um, not covering the weak post, the far post. It's, it's unexcusable, quite honestly. And I see other people are starting to talk a little bit more about defense. I see other cracking podcasts and videos and I'm like, hmm, maybe we should look at the defense. Yeah, maybe we should talk about the defense. I feel like I've been talking about the defense for a while here. Defense is my jam and I'm not happy with my team because the defense ain't great. And I don't need uh, a numbers. Oh, well, you know, we don't give up high danger chances. That is worse. How, how, how? So, so where are these people scoring from? How are they scoring if they're not high danger chances? If they're not getting in close, what the heck is happening? It's defensive breakdowns. It's breakaway opportunities on defensive breakdowns. It's, you know, there's some fluky goals. We talked about that. But yeah, and screens in front, sure. But it's also goaltending. Let's keep it real, folks. We are not a great defensive team. In fact, offensively, I would argue that you kind of see the team overperforming, overachieving from what we expected. And you know what? Good thing, because there would be no chance if this team was scoring the way I thought that they were going to, there'd be no chance. So what are the needs? Someone who's going to be brutal, ruthless on defense. And I'm not talking just random hits because again, the Seattle Kraken are leading in hits, but like, what do hits mean if like you're not getting it done? Like if you want to wreck somebody, make sure they don't score. I don't know. The hits game, the hits stat for me is irrelevant. That's also probably because I'm coming from the women's hockey side, but it's just like, it's a, it's an, it's a non thing for me. I, I don't, I don't like why the hits obviously aren't doing much for the Seattle Kraken. They're not doing enough. So I, I can leave that stat. If you want to make an argument, make a case for why I should focus on hits let me know. You know how to do it. And if you don't, I will let you know right now. Let me know. I locked on Kraken. I run the Twitter account or on Facebook if you're, or, well, yes, on Facebook, but I meant YouTube. On YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments. Do you think I should focus more on the hits stat? Because, you know, I'm sitting here sipping my tea, you know, make me change my mind. Make me change my mind. about hits i'm not i'm yeah i don't need it coming up next on locked on kraken 
We are going to get you ready for the rest of the week. I already told you we've got Chicago rolling through and it's an uphill climb after that, but I will let you know what to expect on the show coming up next on Locked on Kraken. But for now, let me tell you about Built Bar. You know I love a good Built Bar ad read because the holiday seasons are coming up. Everyone's going to be running around trying to catch up with their family, of course, with their friends, watching that hockey and basketball and all of the other things. And then, you know, it's a holiday in the United States because we're talking um, U.S. Thanksgiving. Canada, you already had yours. But um, it's a holiday that's all about food and somehow yet, because of all the running around, you're still hungry. So instead of packing a to-go plate with a 300 calorie and upward slice of cake, apple pie, or whatever you got going, pack yourself a Built Bar. It's a lot less messy, you don't need a fork, and it's covered in chocolate. Low on the carbs, low on the fat, high on protein, and it's all that you really need to get yourself going. And you know what? Do like I do. And when you get your shipment of Built Bar, make sure you spread the love, you spread the wealth, hand them out to your family and friends. And this month, when you order on Built Bar, you'll notice there's all kinds of surprise flavors and good stuff as we get into the thick of the holiday season. So there's nothing like a Built Bar on a Black Friday. You're going out to the mall, trying to get that flat screen TV, or maybe you're doing the cyber deals. Make sure you have a nice snack so you don't uh, miss out and lose focus, kind of like the Seattle Kraken defense. Maybe they need to have some Built Bars. I'm just saying. Anyway, here's the offer. You go to Built.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order at Built.com. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Dot com. As always, happy snacking. Okay, here's what we got going. Tomorrow, we're going to preview Wednesday's game. So we're going to, you know, I like to go over the stats. I'm going to give you the period-by-period period breakdown. Ooh, I'm really interested to see what the numbers are. I have not been personally keeping a tally, but thanks to the PR folks over at the Seattle Kraken, they'll be sending that to my inbox and we can take a look at that. I am very, 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 very nervous to see what the breakdown is period by period for Chicago versus the Seattle Kraken. Now, what I will say is that if we talk, we're talking about standings right now, the Chicago Blackhawks have four wins, nine losses, two overtime losses so they pick up points in two overtime games but they are on a three-game win streak we are not we're not on a three-game win streak uh they however on the road are winless they are winless on the road they are 0-5 and 1 so favor to the Seattle Kraken with a win we could get to 500, that big old question mark, and check out the video. I'll put the card link up here. When I was questioning, can the Seattle Kraken remain at or above 500 for this homestand? They got to win against Chicago. 
they got to win. I, I don't see us getting a win against Colorado, Washington, or Carolina. I mean, anything's possible, right? It could happen, right? We don't win. That would be a sin. Who was it who tweeted that? That was genius. I love angels in the outfield. We even lose the games before they begin. Oh, so great. Save it, Mabel. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Anyway, I digress. That's what's coming up on Locked on Kraken. Um, look out for some things coming up from the national show as well. Oof, Ottawa Senators got shut down because of COVID. Yikes. You hate to see it. Truly, you really do. A reminder, folks, that we have to keep each other safe and healthy. So anyway, folks, so here's what we got. This week, I'm going to dive deep into what's happening with the Charlotte Checkers. We're obviously going to do a preview and a recap of the Chicago game. So on Wednesday, we'll get you ready. I think I said tomorrow, but we'll do that on Wednesday. On Wednesday, we'll get you ready for Chicago, the game against Chicago. On Thursday, we'll break down the game against Chicago. And then come Friday, we'll do the Colorado preview because we're playing Colorado that night. And of course, as always, look for us on social media for those post-game reactions. For anyone traveling during the holidays, I wish you and your family and whomever else, your loved ones, safe passage. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Make sure to take care of yourselves and each other. And I will catch you tomorrow when you make the Locked on Kraken show your first listen of the day. And once you're done with us, why don't you head over to Locked on Bets, just like everything else on the Locked on Podcast Network. Locked on Bets, just like this show, is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And Locked on Bets is your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Hosted by your boy Q. And with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, find it wherever you get your podcast. That's going to do it for me. I will catch you tomorrow on Locked on Kraken.